Hey everybody, this is Ian Floyd with the Love and Sensibility Podcast. You know, when I want to get inspired to take action, this is exactly where I come, to my girl Iona Garrett on the Success Stalkers Radio Show. You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 21 with Todd Ross. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Okay, Success Stalkers, let's get started. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and this is another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am simply thrilled today to introduce my guest, Todd Ross. So, Todd, are you ready to stalk some success today? I am very ready. Awesome, awesome. Good deal, good deal. Well, Todd Ross is the founder and CEO of Ross Group Consulting, a firm that develops a trainer and trainer function. He is also the founder of TrainerWare by Todd. He is the former director of training and quality for MCI WorldCom. In that time, he was creating training modules and leadership development courses for all levels of management, and on occasion, acted as a consultant for neighboring companies, schools, and churches. It was at that time that that Ross Group Consulting, LLC, was formed, and Todd Ross's first book, Stellar Performance, was written. Prior to any chapter being added to his book, Todd implemented and tested the effectiveness and efficiency of each process, every application, and all theories. So, Todd, I've given our listeners just a little overview. So I want you to take a minute and tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so honored to be a part of Success Stalkers and, you know, to finally be on on this side uh, of of the radio. Um, I'm just really, really honored. So thank you very, very much. Um, uh, Me personally, you know, I'll fill in some things that uh, was not my bio, that uh, I I served the United States military. Um, I flew Blackhawk helicopters uh, for five years and, Served in Operation uh, Desert Shield and Desert Storm, and uh, I have a daughter down in Miami, Florida, 23 years old, and uh, yeah, born and raised in Queens, New York. Love it! Wow, New York, New York, New York. New York, that's right. <laughs> Name is twice, so we don't forget. Yes, indeed. <laughs> How did you like growing up in New York? I loved it. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot to do, a lot of trouble for a young men like myself to get into, and. <laughs> Trust me, I tried to get into every bit of it uh, that I could. <laughs> uh, I, I, in 1989, I left New York and went, in, went into the military, and uh, that's when I started to uh, get my feet under me and started to grow up a little bit. Nice, nice. I love New York. i got to get back out there again. Yes. Definitely. Yes, you do. There's a lot of pizza and 
a lot of uh, a lot, I, I got a chance to go to Ground Zero, which that was so exciting. Oh wow! And, uh, okay. Even for us native New Yorkers, there's a lot to see that uh, we just don't get a chance to take notice of. And uh, my last trip, I got a chance to actually be a tourist, so I enjoyed that. That's good. Well, the last time I was there was business, so I, I was only there for like two and a half days, so didn't get a chance to see much. But the next time I go, it'll be all vacation. That's right. That's yes. right. Definitely. Well, Ty, we're going to dive way into your journey a little later in this interview. But before we do, we always like to start off at Success Talkers Radio with a success quote to really get the motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Uh, my my favorite uh, success quote is go out on a limb. That's where the fruit is. We like to hug close to the main branch or to the trunk of the tree because um, it's safe, it's solid. But there's no fruit there. And you're going to have to take a risk on going out on the limb. You know, the branch might bend. It might snap. You might fall down a couple of feet. But right. if you want the really juicy, tasty fruit, you've got to go out on that limb. That is so true. Great analogy. I love that. Well, also here at Success Talkers Radio, Ty, we are all about our guests' journey, you know, their story. And, and I know that you've had quite an amazing journey, but we want to focus first and foremost on a failure or maybe a challenge, a time in your life where maybe you, you know, could have fallen flat on your face or just, you know, had a, a really bad challenge, you know, that you had to deal with. And I want you to share it with us. And remember, you know, we like stories, so take us there with you and then share a lesson from that story. Um, I, don't know. I, you know, my biggest challenge had has had to be when I uh, I found out that I had a, a bad heart. Well, I'm going to use the past tense had a uh, bad heart. Back in 2004, I was working for Dell. I was really at the height of my uh, career. I was the vice president of training and quality development for Dell, and uh, in the middle of a global initiative. I uh, found out that my heart was very, very, very bad. And my cardiologist said, look, you're a New Yorker, so I'm going to give it to you straight. Your, uh, um, your heart is very bad. He said, take a piece of uh, paper towel and run it underwater. That's how strong your heart is. And he says, I'm going to be honest. If I see you this time next year, I'll be very, very shocked. Wow. I said, so we'll give you some medicine and we'll give you a pacemaker and you have to add a couple of more days to your life, that's fine, but it's pretty much over for you. That was in 2004, and that really took me back because, you know, I thought about all the partying I did when I was young, how I didn't heed the words of my doctors when they told me to slow down, and I just, uh, you know, thinking that the wages of sin is death, and, you know, now it's time for me to pay the piper. And uh, it took me down for a couple of years, but, you know, I said, why am I going out? Uh, you know, whimpering and feeling sorry for myself. You're gonna go out, go out fighting, and so I got back up on my uh, horse and started running again. Good, good. Well, I'm glad your doctor was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm glad your doctor was wrong. I am so glad that my doctor was wrong because uh, uh, God has work for me to do, and I need to be healthy and active so I can do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And that was like what ten years ago? That was in 2004. Wow. Amazing. God is so awesome. You know, here at Success Talkers Radio, we love talking about aha moments and light bulb moments. So we want to talk about that for just a moment because I know you've had some lessons that, you, that you've that you learned from possible failures from the past, you know, of course, whether it's personally or in business. And I know you've also had some amazing ideas that have helped you become successful. So tell us one, if you can. And remember, 
This is a story. We want you to take us there with you so we can feel like we're right there alongside of you when you had that aha moment. And show us how you turn it into success. You know, uh, my, uh, my, my biggest aha moment, and if I could share this, it was the aha moment of my life. I was, uh, I was a, a rookie trainer for MCI uh, back in the 90s, and I was, uh, I was living in Virginia at the time, and I had to go to upstate New York to train in a very, very poor section of uh, Buffalo. Okay. Um, this section was so poor that when we hired our uh, new hire classes, on the very first day, uh, 373 people applied. 373 people showed for the first day of class. 373 graduated. That's how poor this area was, how desperate they were for jobs. Well, you know, this is my, I wanted to do a good job. You know, I was being trusted to be away from the main house and, you know, to go out to the masses. And I wanted to do a great job. So I really put my heart and soul into this class and, you know, really uh, uh, not just gave them information to sell long-distance services, but also to be successful in life, how to keep a positive attitude, how to, you know, uh, prioritize, and all that good stuff that comes along with just being a better you. Well, at the end of the class, and it's traditional, uh, it's tradition in uh, corporate training classes that at the end, the group wants to give the trainer a gift. And sometimes they'll take him out him or her out to dinner. Sometimes they'll purchase, uh, you know, a bag or a wallet or something. Well, this area was so poor, these folks couldn't afford that. So they just bought in things from their homes, from their lives. Somebody, some, their older brother played professional football at one point, so they gave me their uh, rookie football card, which I thought was pretty cool. And somebody nice. else's family owned a restaurant, and although it wasn't doing a lot of business, come on down and get a free meal. This one young lady in my class, had gotten pregnant on her prom night a few years earlier and uh, struggled throughout through life, um, you know, trying to make ends meet. And she said that because of the training that I gave her, she was not going to need the system, welfare, Medicaid, anymore, and gave me her very last $1 food stamp. And I, I carry that food stamp uh, with me today. Wow. That is Absolutely remarkable. Yes, ma'am. It just so let powerful. me know that's what that God that was him telling me this is what I want you to do. Now understand what I took away from that. It wasn't that you should be a trainer. It was every class I need to give that extra. So if you hire me to train success stalking to uh a, a group of people, that's fine. But I need to add that gift that God has given me to put on top of that because I want your people to super achieve. I don't want them just walking away away knowing A, B, and C. I want them to know A, B, and C, and then I want to put a D, E, F on it as well. Absolutely. It's all about providing that value, and that's exactly what you did, and changing lives because her life will forever be changed because of your training. That is just absolutely powerful. Oh, my gosh. That's that's incredible. My 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 prayer is that one day I am I'm able to run into her that she'll remember me or I'll remember her, and uh, so she can see because of that food stamp what that has led me to do uh, today. Wow, I hope that you do too. That's that yeah. would be a powerful. If if that ever happens, you got to let me know. Oh, I oh, sure wow. will. You got to let me Once know. I, I would love for you to come and tell that story. Crying. 
<laughs> right, right. Because I would love for you to come and share that story. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Well, what we want to do now, if you don't mind, we're going to shift the focus for just a minute, a minute, and because I want to, you know, shine a spotlight on you, Todd, and I want you to share with us one of your proudest entrepreneurial moments. I think uh, the businesses that I started. I think one of my proudest moments was when I successfully uh, took what I learned in corporate America. And, you know, now at that time I was a saved a Christian, new to the faith, and I'm, you know, I'm at a church in Youngstown, Ohio, and I'm able to um, say, this is what's worked in corporate America, let me bring this to your church. And to get the feedback and the elation and, you know, the success stories that the pastor was able to pass along, you really... I've transformed my church. You've helped my dream come true. I didn't know how it was going to come true. And you have uh, brought these things to the church. And now I'm able to grow and able to focus on the message and think that not putting out fires and, 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 uh, and following up with personalities and things like that. And I just think that was my proudest moment because I said, God gave this to me. He put this in my mind and in my heart and, uh, look how his, uh, his uh, his uh, his blessing is coming back to him by church growth and expansion, and uh, you know, uh, able to better receive the sinner and and re-receive the backslider. Uh, that's the proudest moment of my life. And, and it should be. That's that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. Well, Todd, you know, you and I both as entrepreneurs, we know that it can be a roller coaster of emotions at times, right? You know, you it can, sure can. You can be up today, and within the next within the next twenty four hours, you know, you can be down and just frustrated, ready to quit. So, you know, I want you keep, I want you to, if you can, share with our audience. You know, tell us how you keep your focus on a daily basis. What do you do to keep that end result in mind? Um, well, first of all, you know, you, you said keep the end result in mind, and I'm a big believer in seven habits of highly effective people. One of the habits is always begin with the end of mind. So you should begin your day with the end of your day in mind. Mm-hmm. What do I want to accomplish? Now, a lot of us, if we do that, we'll stop there and say, okay, well, I need to catch up on email, and I need to reach out to a couple of uh, clients, and, you know, that'll be my day. And then you'll find out the 10 hours you spent uh, in front of your computer or in your office that particular day, you've only done two or three hours worth of real work. So what keeps me focused and keeps me going is just a written task list. Everything I want to accomplish uh, has to be written down. And then what does completion look like? I want to reach out to clients. That's not specific enough. I have to, I need to reach out and touch 10 clients. Out of those 10 clients, I need at least four appointments, face-to-face, you know, appointments, or I need a sale, or I need, you know, something to, something that's specific. So at the end of the day, you can measure how effective you were. Right. Some results. And, and let me just, and can I just add this on yes, there? Yes, of course. People will lead in the same fashion they're being led. So if you lead yourself in this fashion, guess what? You're going to lead your people in that fashion. And now your people, it's easier to to have them be accountable to their time in the office. Are you really being productive? If you're being accountable to yourself, they're going to be accountable to you. Uh, It would be a lot easier. Wow, that's a great takeaway right there. That's a golden nugget. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing that. That is great. 
Well, Todd, you know, because I know that you are a success stalker, you know, tell us some new projects that you may be working on. Are you some what's something that you re- that you're really excited about right now in your business? You know, first of all, I need everybody to know that I am a success stalker. Yeah. Let, let, be, let there be no confusion there. I am a success stalker. Love it. My, <laughs> I am most proud of the uh, successful launch and now the growth of my product line. I uh, decided that uh, I, I've seen many, many professions walk around with T-shirts and sweatshirts and baseball caps with funny little sayings. I'm a nurse. I'm a doctor. I'm a pilot. I'm a cop. Whatever. I'm a firefighter. Um, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm a professional trainer. Uh, we should have some of these things, too. So I created a line of shirts, and, well, designs that were specific to corporate training and leadership. Well, that led from T-shirts to sweatshirts to baseball caps to cups. And, you know, where it ended up is that now I have over 500 products and I have over uh, 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 20 different uh, line. So it's not just trainers, it's leadership, it's teachers. I have religious designs, I have uh, sporting uh, designs. It is amazing. And I named the company Trainer Aware uh, by Todd. And I'm actually going into two very uncharted waters for myself. I am currently launching a direct sales marketing force. I'm reaching out to interns, part time workers, full time workers to actually go from door to door. Uh, business to business, and offer these products to businesses. They're they're ordering these things anyway through some of our big box stores out there that sell office supplies. Why not bring that customer service and the product to them I the way it. that they want it? And then number two, there's over 27 million home-based businesses in the United States. I'm launching call center operations uh, sometime this year, and we're going to call these 27 million homes and offer them trainer wear by time so they don't have to go out and get it. We're going to bring it right to them. I love that. Wow. Oh, you're going to do excellent. You're going to do absolutely excellent with that. And, you know, whatever we can do to help spread your message, you know, we will. And I'm glad to know that you do that because I can definitely benefit from your service. Absolutely. You know, from car magnets to tents to water to bubble gum to toothbrushes, you name it, over 500 products, we can slap not only one of our designs on it, but we can put your personal logo, your brand on it, so you can really focus on brand distribution and brand recognition. If you own a boutique or a cleaners, how does your brand get out and about? Well, oh, my God, I can't spend money at the newspaper yet. You don't have to. You know, instead of going down and buying a pack of big pens, come see me. I can sell you 2,000 pens for less than $75, and now when you lose a pen, that's your brand going out into the community. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, individually wrapped breath mints, you know, with your brand on it. So when someone comes in, you put a few in their pocket, put a few in their purse, and then that goes out into the community. Not only when someone needs a mint, but when they drop it on the floor or right. leave it in, uh, on the table, someone could, hey, look at that. You know, success office right there on it. So it's about being creative. If you watch The uh, Apprentice, it's about being creative and getting your brand out there. So, Well, Todd, that's certainly creative. That's right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Ty, we have reached one of my favorite parts of the interview, which is called the success round. And, you know, with this this is a segment match of questions that, you know, we ask because I believe that every entrepreneur wants to know these questions, the answers to these questions. So we're going to do a little boxing. We're going to go back and forth for a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. 
I told you I can't fight. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, we. I promise not to hit you too hard. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so so what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you got started? Oh, goodness. You know, I had the vision. Uh, I had the, uh, the, the intelligence. I, I, I was afraid of failing. I didn't want to get started and it not work out. And, I'm, you know, of course, that worked itself out. But uh, I was afraid of, of failure. And then I was afraid. I didn't have the money. I didn't have 50 grand or 100 grand to get started. Um, but I said, you know what, just take what you got and, and do what you can. And it has worked out. And then recently I heard on Shark Tank from Mr. Mark Cuban. He says, we shouldn't start a business because we've got money. You should be starting a business so you can make money. And uh, that just took me back to when I got started, and that was the mentality that I was in. Wow, that is, you are just dropping some golden nuggets. That is great. <laughs> you know, you're so right on when you say, you know, just use what you have. Because, you know, even with this this radio show that, you know, it's my brainchild, you know, but I didn't have a lot of resources to start up the mm-hmm. show, but I used what I had. You know, I did my own research. You know, I talked to people. I asked questions and, you know, and we got started. But in anything that you do, any business that I've ever started, I never had a lot of money to get started. But I used, right. I used what I had. You know, I took the advice of a very, very good friend that, I, that you know, was, that's a church member actually, actually of mine. And mm-hmm. he, he saw that I was kind of, you know, on the fence. Like, he would ask me, like, okay, so when are, you, when are you opening? When are you getting started? And I kept making all these excuses, you know, about not having enough money or not having this, not having that. And he's like, you know what? You're never going to do it. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm never going to do it? You know, I got offended. And he's like, yeah. you're, you're never going to do it. If you don't get started now, you're never going to do it. Just use mm-hmm. what you have to get started. And I'm telling you, when I, I took that, it was like another aha moment. When he said that, it just it hit me like, you know what? Yes. Yeah, I'm just going to get started. And when I did that, it was just, it was major success. Ain't that something? And I get so frustrated when people, uh, they don't do anything. They're paralyzed. I can't do anything because I don't have money. I don't have information. It hasn't been fully explained. Would you get up and do something? Right. Do something. Listen, I just read in the Harvard Business Review this morning, if you want to increase your output, uh, double your failure rate. Double your – this is a Harvard Business Review. Double your failure rate. And my one of my company mottos that I, I tell all my people, fail harder. Fail more often. If you're not failing, that means you're not trying. Try not to lose me too much money. Okay, right, but right. fail. I need you to fail. I need you to mess up so we can come back. We can fix it, and we can go forward. If you're not failing, you're not trying. Absolutely, because you know failure. Failure is always going to be linked to success. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I, I, I can't even care. I can't even pick it up on it. I know. I know. Wow, we can take another hour just talking about that. I know. That's There's a book right. out there That's called right. "Failing Forward," and I'm telling you, that is a great book for people to read. Absolutely. I, I highly suggest that. Yes. And so if you can tell me, what is one of the best business, uh, I know you've gotten a lot of business advice, you know, in the past, but what's the best business advice you've ever received? Uh, you know, I, a young man back in the 90s, and I was just a daisy, fresh rookie trainer, uh, taught me to chase relationships, not money. And, you know, I, 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 I 
trained this on all of my new hire classes back in the day, where I you know, said, don't try to sell people. You're going up against AT&T, and they have you know, uh, five cents a minute. And at the time, we were still selling seven cents a minute. So obviously, someone's not going to want to pay more money. Mm-hmm. So how do we get around that? Build a relationship with them. Talk about things that they're interested in. Let them trust you. And then people will pay more money because they trust you as opposed to somebody else that just says, I have a lower price. Chase relationships, not the money. If you build a relationship, I promise you, each and every time, the money will follow. And I learned that from a great man. Uh, His name is Mr. Rodney Lawson. And we're still friends today, and I'm still learning from him today. Wow, that's awesome. I just learned from him, too. That's great advice. (laughs) (laughs) Don't chase the money. Chase the relationships, and the money will come. That's right. That is a great takeaway. It's about people. It's not about money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, can you share one of your – you kind of touched on a lot of this already, but is there one other specific daily uh, personal habit that you do on a daily basis that that helps you, you know, in your business? You know, I I, I did mention writing things down, and I have to say, and this might sound a little weird, but – just, I, I, I learned to listen. I get a ton of phone calls every day. I talk to people. I mean, you know, we're in the customer service industry. You know, even if you're selling, it's customer service. If, if you're, you know, whatever. Stop listening. You have to be able to listen to people because not only are you getting what they want or what they need or what they perceive they need, but also it helps you to identify areas in your own life or your professional uh, abilities that you need to enhance uh, and focus on on making better. I just, I can't let enough credence that, you know, every day I say I, I have to increase my ability to listen and, uh, and, and uh, let the person that I'm listening to, they have to know that they're being listened to. It's like in a relationship when you're speaking to your spouse and, you know, they're looking at you, but you're not listening to me. Well, that's because they're not letting you know. They're not making eye contact. They're right. not interacting with your conversation. And uh, the pe- people have to know they're being listened to. And that opens up the doorways and gateways to so many other things. Well, Todd, do you have a, an Internet resource or a business tool that you can share with our listeners? Uh, I don't know what you maybe use some apps or something that you could, that helps you run your business. Uh, yes, I do. I can't, I can't believe you answered that. Um, this is a great question because, you know what, I think that if we're to be successful, we have to share the wealth. Um, uh, a really, really great woman that is kind of mentoring me, her name is uh, Danielle Winningham, she said, don't do anything unless you record it. And I didn't understand it at the time. But she goes, every phone call, every conference call, every presentation you do, Record it. So I'm going to suggest to uh, uh, the success stalkers out there, they need to go to www.freeconferencecalling.com. And I'm not going to say another word. Go to www.freeconferencecalling.com. Everything you will ever need to conduct conference calling, reporting, uh, uh, managing your calls, the whole nine yards is right there, and it is free of charge. Uh, up to 1,000 callers, uh, I'm just going to leave it there. Wow, that is a great resource. It really is. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Definitely going to use that. Okay. My pleasure. Well, what books are you, you know, could you recommend, a book or two, could you recommend to our listeners? No, I know you, you have books yourself, so I definitely want you to mention those, but do you have any okay. other two? Yes, I, I do. I, there are two that have really uh, changed and transformed my life. 
number one, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by the late Dr. Stephen Covey. I, I can't stress the importance of that book in your life. Um, if you're a business owner, if you interact with people, if you aspire to do anything besides sleep and, 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 and brush your teeth, um, this book is essential. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And then the other was a John, the John Maxwell Leadership Bible. Changed my life. I teach wow. leadership. I teach leadership in the church. You can't do this if you're not using that as a tool. And then, as you mentioned, my own book, Words of Encouragement for Teachers and Trainers, wonderful compilation of stories, poems, motivational quotes that center around educators and keeping yourself in a positive frame of mind as you transfer uh, information. Now, understand, you don't have to have the official title of a teacher or a trainer. If you are a sales manager, guess what? You're transferring information. If you're the head of a sports team, guess what? You're transferring information. So we're all educators in some shape, form, or fashion. Um, this book is great to keep you in a positive mindset. It really is, and I want to thank you. I know I've said it before, but I want to personally thank you again for my copy. You know, and signed copy at that. So thank you so much for that. You know, <laughs> I was happy to get the picture of you holding it. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> but I love it, and it's it's just packed with such great information to help you know leaders. So thank you for putting that together. Yes, ma'am. My pleasure. It's my and the actual the the, uh, the uh, follow up edition, words of encouragement for teachers and trainers. The sophomore edition uh, will be out later this year. Okay. And how can our listeners? Uh, Purchase your books. Are they on your website? Uh, they can get it from my website, uh, Ross Group Consulting, LLC.com, or they can go to Amazon.com and look up Words of Encouragement, and they can get it right there. Okay, great. Good deal. Good deal. Well, what I would like for you to do, this is our last question, Todd. And for just a minute, I just want you to relax and just imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all of the same experience and knowledge that you currently have today. Your food is taken care of. Your shelter is taken care of. But you only have $500 and a laptop. What would you do in the next seven days? Wow. Wow. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, let me say off the top of my head, if I am in a new world identical to Earth, um, but I have all the experience and knowledge I have, I think the first thing I'm going to have to do is find a place to worship. That's one of the few things I would say if I could go back in time and redo, I think I would get saved earlier uh, in my life because nothing's possible without God. Oh, so God yeah. I would find a place to worship. Uh, that's definite. Now that I've gotten that down, um, I'm going to have to get to meet people so I can start making some money and start growing my business. So I'm going to have to network. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to network with folks and uh, find ways. Uh, and I've only got $500. I'm going to have to find ways to do this uh, inexpensively. But I've done it on a smaller budget. So, um, And then I, I, I think so I've networked. I found a church. And I think I'm going to have to find some ways to start selling immediately and make and make money. Um, and that could also mean getting in touch with uh, like investors and things of the like, but uh, I'm going to have to start selling, so I'm going to have to uh, find ways to start putting out my product uh, immediately. Okay, okay. Probably going out and networking, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what? 
once you once you have God as your foundation, all you got to do is just start moving your feet. True. He's gonna pick you. He's gonna pick you up from there. You know, all right. we, we want we want God to bless us, but we don't want to work. We don't want to move. We don't want to go out. God can't bless inactivity. Once you start moving your feet, even if you make a mistake, He loves us enough to put us back on track and uh, take us where we are desiring to go. As long as we have a pure heart and a pure mind, He'll take us right there. That's right. That's right. You are so right on. So right on. Well, Todd, you know I have just thoroughly enjoyed talking to you today and you know we just appreciate you so much for taking your time you know to come spend some time with us on success talkers radio today but before we go and before we end if you can i want you to give our success talkers just one piece of guidance and advice and then share the best way they can find you and then we'll say goodbye okay uh you know what i would i would focus i i would focus on focusing on just a couple of aspects of your business. I would prioritize what is going to be the most effective, the most impactful uh, right now, and then I would break this down to an annual and a quarterly and then daily. Uh, one or two things that you can accomplish before I move on to the next because as entrepreneurs, we're creative, and we have a million things that we need to get burst out of us. Mm-hmm. If we can just narrow that down to two or three things, two or three digestible chunks, at a time, guess what? We're going to see success ongoing. We're going to see our business grow. People are going to see the success that we're having, and that uh, will move them to feed into us and support us even more. So that was that would, would be the advice I would give you. I'll give them. And uh, again, as getting in touch with me, I, I suggest the website. Everything that uh, you can interact with me and, and talk to me and request of me and learn about me, Ross Group Consulting. That's Ross, my last name, group as in group of people, consulting, LLC.com. All of my other child companies are there. The book is there. Trainerware is there. And, and, and even. Uh, uh, MP3s from radio things that I've done before are there as well. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, Todd, I know our listeners have gotten some great takeaways and nuggets from you today. I know I certainly have. And But they can also find the links that everything that we talked about today and the things that we're chatting about will also be on our website at successstalkersradio.com slash Todd Ross. So you will definitely have a show notes page there with the information that we talked about. Thank you. I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. And thank you again for being here. And for everyone out there listening, thank you for tuning in. And until our next episode, keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you.